Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. A single intelligence, a single spirit, manifests as this vast cosmos. And much more than that. An infinite intelligence with infinite goodness and love that functions at levels of complexity of an intergalactic nature that cannot be imagined by lesser levels of consciousness and functions through the galaxies and the stars and the planets and in our planet functions as all of the ecosystems that sustain life and functions through the very life of the body of each being. And at a cellular level and a molecular, atomic, subatomic, at every level of size, duration, there is interconnectedness, entanglement, unity, because a single intelligence manifests and manages everything that happens at every level of reality. And it is our birthright and grace to be able to know that intelligence in its fullness as not separate or different from who you are. But the price of admission into this consciousness, this supreme power that you are, but that the ego is ignorant of, is the willingness to dissolve all of one's ego defenses, all of the sense of difference, 
all of the illusory identification with a single bodily unit that acts as a barrier to the inflow of the power and the light and the love and the bliss of that supreme presence that we are. And so when we meditate, we are invoking that supreme presence to fill our consciousness. But before that supreme intelligence can fill us, we must first empty out of the ego consciousness. It is that emptying out. In Christianity, it's called kenosis. In Sanskrit, it's called shunyata. That emptying out, that making a space of our consciousness in which we can receive the grace of the Supreme Presence is all that we need to do. And all that we can do. This emptying out of consciousness through the simple act of surrendering to the discovery of who you are and what you are already, to the willingness to give up your ignorance and rejection of the real self in favor of the fantasies of thought in favor of the greed of the ego, of its demands for power and enjoyment, of a sensual nature rather than a spiritual nature. It's insatiable desire that's based on fear, on lack of essence. It is all the ego's self-deceptions and refusal to love that must be given up. And it is when we are willing to surrender all of that that our true role in the cosmos that we are designed to fulfill will be given to us. And everyone, everyone has an equal right to play that role as the manifestation of the oneself. But the price of admission is the same for everyone. 
which is the willingness and the completeness of one's disidentification from the ego identity. In older cultures, the ego was considered the larval stage of consciousness. It was based on the name given in infancy. And there were rites of passage in those traditional tribal cultures, sometimes of great difficulty, ordeals in which the infantile consciousness known as the ego would be killed so that the adult self could be born. And in the tribal cultures, there were rites of passage for the women into the women's mysteries that could include childbirth and the other aspects of life of the divine feminine and male mysteries that involved warriorship and kingship and an opening into that level of androgynous being in which the male would surrender to the grace and the love of the female. And for the women, the same equivalent mysteries, so that each being became transgendered. Each being was capable of those shamanic wisdoms that come from the sacrifice of the identification with the body and the limitations of the choice that one must make between maleness and femaleness. And in the overcoming of that difference, true love that is not based on desire, but based on unity, based on the realization that we are consciousness, not matter. Enabled a unification of an energy field of the entire tribe and the entire ecosystem of nature, which is its habitat, and with the entire noosphere of planetary wisdom that is accessible to those beings who have transcended the limited consciousness. And then there were other rites of passage into the final levels of ultimate reality in which one would have to pass through the fear of death completely to know that infinite timeless presence and be able to function as a medium of that power to guide the tribe through the various tribulations that it might have to face. 
And now we are at a moment in the history of this planet when our planetary tribe is facing unprecedented tribulations. And it does not even know it is a tribe because it is divided up into warring nations. And within each nation there are other wars. And within each family there are wars, and within each ego there are wars. And peace can only come through the sacrifice of the ego that is built for war, that has weaponized its own intelligence, that has hidden away its capacity for love, because love is weakness in the midst of war. At least it is perceived as that. And so we have lost access to the heart. We have lost access to that unity. And nature itself reflects back to us our own venomous consciousness. And until we have turned this venom into medicine, until we have turned our capacity for anger and the desire for domination and territoriality, until we have incinerated all of that into the fire of sacrificial love, we shall not receive the wisdom or the power to be able to survive these tribulations and survive them not merely bodily, but as beings of pure spirit. With the capacity to redream the world out of the fullness of the power of the creative imagination with which God has created this universe. And in this microcosm of a planet, in which it is our responsibility to carry on that creation, but a creation that can only be carried on if we are willing to make the sacrifice of the ego that is the cause of all the suffering. And each one must do that. Each one must do that for its own ego. must make the sacrifice in order to be reborn in that deathless, eternal consciousness that can alone bring a restoration to beauty and love and life itself to this sacred planet. And the responsibility is on each of us to make that sacrifice now, not at some future time. Now, 
is the moment of the urgency. The urgency of the divinization of our consciousness. And it is this alone that brings the settling of our own karma, of our own suffering. And that therefore frees others from suffering because there is a morphogenetic effect such that when anyone becomes liberated from karma, it creates a quantum wave function that is transmissible, replicable, so that each being finds it easier and easier to make the same shift of their locus of consciousness from the ego to the real self. And to abide in unshakable unity. Unity that is free of desire and free of fear. In the silence of pure presence, even now at this very moment, even if the sacrifice has not been fully made, the truth is that all are always already liberated within. You can feel that power, that grace in your heart. You know it. You may know it as a yearning a calling, a fleeting glimpse, a vision, a hope, a prayer, but you know it because it is the core of each and every one of us in our eternal being that preceded the birth of the body and will exist beyond its death. And it is this rite of passage that everyone on the planet is now going through and will continue to go through as the suffering augments until the metamorphosis has been completed through the voluntary surrender to that Supreme Presence. It is not that God is out there somewhere as the religions preach but that the consciousness of the cosmos as a whole and of each being as a microcosm of that is itself a manifestation of the one supreme intelligence. You are that. But the I who can say that and know that and feel that and resonate with that Supreme Presence is not the I that thinks, but the I that is the pure presence of the witness of thought, 
that never moves from its eternal stillness and never identifies with any separate unit of being, but with being itself in its fullness. And it is this self that has no fear and no desire and no needs that is unshakable, immovable, and that has the courage to act in the ways that are necessary to bring back the spiritual nobility of our species, to earn the right to continue the creation for another cycle of time. And for those who are ready to earn the right of spiritual royalty, to graduate from this school that is the earth plane, and move into that level of consciousness that no longer requires a bodily manifestation in order to learn what is necessary for its next level of functioning in the divine cosmic order. And so within the consciousness of each being, there is now a contest of wills between the ego and the self, because the ego will rebel, will refuse to surrender, to be still, to open its heart to love, to accept everything as it comes without defensiveness. And to remain in that perfect faith in the goodness and the perfection of that power who ordains all that appears all that we must pass through and that can withstand the disappearance of all that is unreal because one has attained the absolute. What is required is simply a return to that presence that has never 
received a name and has no form and is not different from all that appears because all that appears is consciousness itself. And that is what you are, consciousness itself, not a limited unit of consciousness, but consciousness in its wholeness, its fullness, its absolute nature. And to know that requires the elimination of the interference patterns that are produced by the thoughts of the ego mind. And so, If there is a yearning for the grace of that supreme power of presence, of light, of love, of peace, and of courage and strength and compassion, of spiritual beauty, of wisdom, of humility. Of all of the virtues that come with that supreme realization of who you are. Then nothing more is required than letting go of who you are not. But who you are not is what your mind will tell you you are. And so your loyalty between the mind and the heart is what is in play. And that supreme love and unity and bliss that is given only by the heart that the mind in its analyticity cannot ever know, and that its calculations can never capture. That supreme joy that is the heart's essence, that is the healing medicine for all the suffering of the world. Is accessible within each one. Each being's heart is an apothecary of healing medicine, the nectar of immortality. that the world is dying for lack of access to. 
and we have the power to dispense that medicine if we will only take a drop of it ourselves to begin our own healing. Through allowing the ego to be taken out of its misery so that God's presence may prevail and operate your body as an instrument of that supreme will. And from then on, all that happens occurs spontaneously without thought, without premeditation, and without concern for the outcome, because there is no future and no past, but only this eternal present of the changeless consciousness. whose power to bring appearance and disappearance in the kaleidoscopic shifts of worlds upon worlds from one epic and one epoch to another in the blink of an eye will happen without any doing simply through the miraculous power of beingness itself. We are that power. We participate in this unity. We are its manifest lights. And now is the moment to shine with the brightness of God's presence within which has drawn us here into this gathering and which calls us to bring our light to the world and the power of our healing presence to be given as a gift to all who suffer and as an example of that power of liberation that all who are in the illusion of the bondage to the ego will receive as a message of empowerment. So that this field of energy in which we function together as one brings about the morphogenesis of liberation to each being who seeks the real. May we enter the silence 
in the stillness of the self and never abandon ourselves again to the illusion. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.